0: tonight but please be safe if you find yourself disoriented or confused it's either you're drunk or marjorie taylor green
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh michael kelly and john hancock are with me at 720 last night was the white house correspondence dinner i gotta be honest uh, joe you can't be throwing stones Glass houses, you know, the whole thing, (laughs) disoriented. Uh, I'm just going to toss that softball up for you guys. Uh, Michael, go ahead.
2: I didn't think it was that bad. Look, this has been a return since the Biden administration has taken over to some of the normalcy that existed in Washington, D.C., prior to uh, President Trump. And the White House Correspondence Dinner is well known and understood by everybody who participates that it's a roast, um and i thought that the president did a, a fine job it was humorous i don't think there was long term damage um and uh i noticed that most of the people at the fox news table were laughing so there you have it
1: <laughs> john any thoughts
2: i love it uh,
0: i love the white house Correspondence dinner i love the fact that uh, our president can poke fun at himself self deprecating humor i think is the best kind of yet so, certainly the safest kind of humor and, uh, and and the comedian, the the host, the MC, and I can't recall his name. He was very funny. He had some great lines, and I just think you know it's an opportunity. Washington comes together. There's been some classic ones over the years. I remember George W. Bush had a, a an impersonator up on stage with him one year, and they were going back and forth, and it was absolutely rib splitting. So I like to see this return to. Uh, what I consider to be a you know a more a very traditional event and a, and a fun
1: one. Yeah, I agree. I agree that the White House Correspondents' Dinner over time has been an event. There's levity to it. I think it was Roy Wood Jr. who was the host last night. That's um, right. That's yeah. exactly right. But I think it's it's healthy because so often every day we're talking about just so many contentious debates and it's divisive and people are slinging mud all the time. I thought one of the funny quotes from Biden was like. You all keep recording my approval rating at 42%. I think you don't know this, but Kevin McCarthy called me and asked, Joe, what the hell is your secret? (laughs) All right. Locally, Kim Gardner says, quote, I'm not leaving. I'm not resigning. I'm not doing nothing. You're going to have to remove me. And then we had the judge this week saying, you know, the office is in complete chaos They've lost so many prosecutors. What do you think has to happen next to resolve this, uh, Michael? Because it just keeps going on and on. It's a headache for the city. And beyond that, there's so many cases that aren't being prosecuted. It's a mess.
2: Well, when people tell you who and show you who they are, believe them. Um, And the fact of the matter is, is Kim Gardner has been saying since uh, she took, you know, this controversy had boiled up that she wasn't going anywhere. Believe her, she's not going anywhere. Um, She's losing her own lawyers. She continues to blame everybody else for every problem she has. She's not gonna go anywhere. So take her out. That's what it's gonna come down to. We're gonna have to take her out. Unfortunately, we don't have strong leadership in the city of St. Louis. Uh, The mayor, the president of the board of aldermen, members of the aldermen uh, of of the aldermatic chamber know that this is an issue. Um, And they continue to remain silent um that's unfortunate um and so desperate times call for desperate measures and uh i think soon we'll be seeing uh some form of action either through uh the local legal process or what the attorney general is up to finally removing her but unfortunately we'll all continue to suffer in uh in the meantime and um and i think this prolongs our time i'm um, getting back to some normalcy at the circuit attorney's offices if, if there's anything like that
1: yeah i mean i appreciate her uh, stance on justice reform, but right now she's spitting in the face of the justice system as it is now by not showing up for these hearings and then having her prosecutors not show up for first degree murder trials. John, what are your thoughts right now? Well,
0: if the quote was, I'm not going to do nothing, if you remove the double negative, that may be the most two statements she's issued in the last couple of months because she's done nothing. And Michael's correct. She's not going to leave on her own. Michael's also correct. There's not sufficient leadership in the city uh, to encourage her or implore her to move on. And uh, there's two avenues that I can see. One is the co warranto procedure that the Attorney General Andrew Bailey has brought. Uh, Timing on that is, who knows? But I think maybe this contempt case that is pending now in the city with Judge Noble and others, that may be another avenue to maybe a more expeditious removal. And then, of course, you've got the legislation in Jefferson City that would add special prosecutors for the city of St. Louis to take on these high-profile, significant felony cases. All of those things are necessary, but all of those things will constitute stopping the bleeding. It's not going to heal the patient. That office is sick. Uh, it's understaffed. I'm sure it's demoralized. And it's going to take some time to rebuild some semblance of effectiveness in that office.
1: Right now, it's fairly empty because everybody's quit. Uh, This week, we had this just ridiculous incident at Keener Plaza. And then yesterday, the police come out and say that the suspect who shot this 30-year-old man who everybody knows downtown as a skateboarder, worked at Bush Stadium, great guy, the suspect is 17 years old. I noted that the police said they were going to seek federal prosecution. I'm just asking this on the spot. Do you have any idea why that would be? Either one of you, sure, yeah. sure.
0: Uh, the, the feds do have jurisdiction over gun crimes, and and so and I think this would not be a unique circumstance for the U.S. Attorney in the Eastern District of Missouri to take on in light of the of the Gardner regime. So that when a gun is used in the commission of a felony, that elevates that felony to a federal state. It's also a state statute. can be prosecuted under state law. Probably not going to happen in this instance. Uh, But using a gun elevates it to a federal crime. And there is some hope of justice, at least, in this tragic incident that will come out of the, the feds being able to prosecute it. The other thing I would note, guys, is that crime being committed by juveniles is one of the most significant features of this crime wave that we're seeing in St. Louis and in cities throughout the country and that is because the gangs actively go out and recruit these juveniles to go commit their crimes and I don't know if this one was, was gang related or not but this is a very scary time uh, to to be in St. Louis
1: And the kids who are under 18 know that they'll end up in family court, maybe not in this situation, but in a lot of cases in the smaller crimes, they end up in family court and they'll be home in two days. So that's obviously part of the problem. But, Michael, the older people came out and expressed dismay and shock about this incident and said they're going to try to fix it and work on it. But what can they do as city leaders?
2: Well, the first thing they could do is call on Kim Gardner to resign, and we're not hearing that from them. There's not much that the aldermen can do in terms of state and federal law. Um, I do think this is more uh, gasoline on the fire for the legislature to tweak some of the laws, particularly some of it relates to uh, juveniles. Uh, and I think it's going to happen. You know, John was a million percent right when he said this is happening here in St. Louis all too frequently and across the country. Um, And this is going to get tackled from both the federal and state level. If the aldermen wanted to be helpful, uh, they'd pass a resolution unanimously calling for Kim Gardner to withdraw from her office. That's about the only power they have, and that really was not specific to this individual problem.
1: Michael Kelly, John Hancock, thanks for your thoughts as always.
2: Good Good to see you, Scott.
1: All right. It is 729. This is Total Information AM on KMOX.